All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two. Thank you, Yang. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down uh, here. Sports Grid Studios, FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. Good to be back uh, here. We'll be uh, back at 8 o'clock tonight as well. In-game live with Cam and Scott Wetzel. We'll uh, track the bowl game, NBA basketball, college uh, basketball, NHL hockey. We just talked NFL football and a little NHL hockey. We went over the four games on the board in hour one with George Kurtz looking at the NBA uh, right now, Cam. Some interesting games on tap here this evening. I'm seeing a couple of spots that I think we can step up uh, with. Indiana and Charlotte, although not one of them. (laughs) Indiana and Charlotte, (laughs) not one of them. Although the number's going up right now. And I know, man, it's up to six and a half. You get the Charlotte Hornets plus six and a half right now. Kid Gilchrist is out. Uh, for them. I'm going to see who else is out. There's got to be more injuries, Cam, for them to be getting six and a half points on their home court. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Uh, that's the thing, kind of disrespected there. We like Indiana, but we like Indiana more at home as a, as a dog or a small favorite. I don't want to lay that type of number uh, going on the road. No thank you. <laughs> no thanks. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really understand this number. Let me dig in a little deeper here. Listen, Charlotte are just three and seven in their last ten games. They're only seven eleven on their home court. Thing is, Indiana's not a great road team either. They're seven and ten on the road. I mean, they're really cranking the music yeah, see, here. Huh? They're in between races. Yeah, they sure are. Yeah, yeah. Six o'clock. I, I see Indiana six two oh eight and a half. So you might have get the hook there at FanDuel. Uh, man, that's a lot of points. Charlotte or nothing. Pacers have won. The- Pacers have won their last two games, too. They were on the road. Now they're coming back home. It's only a two little mini two-game road trip. Meanwhile, the, uh, the Pacers have been struggling a little bit. They're actually on a two-game losing streak. And, in fact, they've lost four of their last five games and uh, five of their last six games, if you add it up, uh, with the Pacers. Yeah. The Williams is out, and Kid, Kid Gilchrist is out. McConnell is out. Uh, right, no, it looks like McConnell can play, actually, now. McConnell for uh, Pacers coach Nate McMillan says T.J. McConnell is available play tonight. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pull the trigger. I'm going to take the Hornets plus the six, six and a half. Yeah, I know what they I got thought. got six and a half out here. Boston, Washington. I know you like those overs. It's 226 and a half. So Boston minus eight, 226 and a half. These uh, the totals not like a 232 or anything like that. It's uh, the second biggest total on the board. And you know what? You brought up a good point last week about Milwaukee and the Spurs. 228.5. Uh, San Antonio doesn't play any defense. Milwaukee might get a buck 40, 40 themselves. Like, that, uh, that seems like an attainable number, but we'll see. That's at 1035 tonight. But uh, the Spurs, man, they, they play some lax defense right now. I remember I had an over over the weekend and it hit. 228.5 seems reasonable. You know what's crazy with the, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks? They've scored 100 or more points, Cam, in 61 consecutive regular season games. <laughs> It'll be an NBA record tonight. It'd be an NBA oh, record 62 games, uh, 100 or more, which, yeah, they're going to get 100, and they should get uh, a lot more 
uh, than 100 more. Yeah, we talked about the uh, the Spurs just playing run-and-gun basketball. And if you look, they're playing some high-scoring games as of late. Three of their four, uh, last four games have uh, gone over. Uh, the number will break down uh, every NBA game. Take a look at college, uh, basketball, and the bowl game. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, game time decision continues. Red Heat and Rage on radio. We're kicking it uh, here over at the Meadowlands on this uh, Monday uh, night tonight. And our NBA card is starting uh, to come together. So let's jump uh, through these games. I'm Renzi, the Rage and Red at Camp Stewart with us. We'll be back at 8 o'clock for in-game live tonight. Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards. Uh, you mentioned it, Cam. Total up to 227.5 right now here at FanDuel. And I swear, man, I just saw the 225.5 here a couple of minutes ago. Um, the Wizards have been interesting this year with the totals. And we've loved our Washington Wizard uh, overs uh, this year. But the book is constantly adjusted, as you would expect them to. And the Wizards were crushing it to the over earlier in the year. And then they bumped, you know, the numbers were always like 227, 228 and a half, and they were going over. Then they made the, uh, the totals, they, they jacked up the totals to like 235, 237 and a half, and it was like landing right there all the time. Now, Cam, they have the totals back in the 227, 228, 226 range, and if you'll notice, they're often landing right around the number again. I tell you, I give credit to the books. The books have done a good job. Of um, of really adjusting to these Wizards numbers. Now Boston come in here. Boston aren't the most offensive team. They play defense. They're a good team, right? Washington aren't. Washington just shoot the ball all the time. Washington are uh, 21, 13, and one to the over on the year. Boston are 19 and 14 to the under on the year. But if you dig in a little bit and um, you see when they play each other. It has gone over the number, actually, Cam, in eight of the last nine games that they have played these two teams. It's just like an automatic over when they play. Uh, they played November the 13th, and it was uh, 140 to 33. Game didn't even go to overtime. They put up that many points. <laughs> now, you know, it's the only time they played, though, actually. They played last year, but what does that mean? But I, even like I said, even last year, the last 10 times they played, Cam, it's 8-2 and two to the under, and it's actually 8-2 eight, uh, eight and two to the over, and it's 8-1 and one to the over the last nine times these two teams have played. Now, if you dig deeper, you look at the, uh, you look at, uh, you look at the Washington Wizards as a whole. They're back to their overways. Three of their last four games, four of their last five, five of their last six, six of their last seven. And in fact, um, yeah, they're seven and two to the over in their last nine games. The Wizards, and the numbers have been adjusted a little bit now: two twenty-four, two twenty-two, two thirty-two, two twenty-one and a half. Meanwhile, Boston, Boston are more of an under team, 
three and one to the under in their last four games, but they scored 111 points against Chicago. They scored 109 against Atlanta. They scored 109 against Charlotte. So it seems like they check in in that range of about 100, 109, 110 points. You figure tonight against Washington, they get that up to about 118 or so, right? Maybe 120. And then, you know, we don't really need all that much from Washington. So I will be taking the over of this game, Cam. Yeah, that's when it, when it gets to 220, 225, net on out, 226.5, I could deal with that. But, you know, we talk about it, the bad side of a number, and you don't, you don't want to be on that side. You think Boston against a poor defensive team like Washington can, can do some damage there. So, yeah, I would endorse that. I think I, I like your Charlotte play at plus uh, six. I wish I had six and a half here. I think I, I'm going to take a nice home dog in that situation. The other games are very tough. I look for a home dog. I might take the Pelicans against the Jazz. I don't know. It's uh, Nothing's really uh, sticking out at night other than this Milwaukee-San Antonio over, but I don't want to get burned. I have a feeling the whole world would probably be wanting to take that over. It seems low to me at 228.5 the way the Spurs play. Yeah, we'll get to that game uh, in the rotation here. Pacers and Charlotte, as Cam just mentioned. Listen, Kid Gilchrist is out uh, for Charlotte, but you're still getting six, six and a half points on your home floor. Yeah, they've struggled. They're not a great basketball team, but the Pacers aren't great on the road. And the Pacers will be in tough to win this game. I can see the Pacers winning by three, winning by four. The Pacers are the better team, but I'm going to put a small play. Nothing massive, but small play on Charlotte. Brooklyn and Orlando, I don't really want any part of this game. We we predicted that the Brooklyn Nets were going to take a step backwards with the moves that they made. Everybody was all happy. They brought in Kyrie Irving, who's now hurt and not close to playing. So, um, you know, he took a, I guess he got a cortisone shot to try to play. But Irving, Irving's been hurt. KD's not around. They had, you know, they bring in DeAndre Jordan, who's terrible. And he's just not a good player. Like, he's, he's just a stat guy. He gets his own little rebounds. He doesn't help anything. And their chemistry is bad. Which is too bad, Cam, because I talked about it. The Brooklyn Nets had great team chemistry. That was the one thing that they had going for them. You know, it's what happens about, like, they wanted to sell jerseys and stuff like that, and they haven't. Trust me, I haven't seen anybody wearing any Kevin Durant jerseys, man, in Manhattan or New York. Like, they're in the stores. No one buys them. You know, he's not a likable guy. He's, He's never played a game for them, so it's not like people are... Like, it's not a small town here, Cam. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Everyone cares that Kevin Durant's here. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the There's Beatles could come back here and 95% of the city wouldn't care. Like, <laughs> like it hasn't moved any needles for them. The only thing that happened is they sold a bunch of tickets to, to people who wanted to resell the tickets on StubHub. So I guess they were successful in that, in that sense, right? They sold, like, another 4,000 tickets for every game. Yeah, but you're also paying these guys a hell of a lot of money too. And excellent point. You know, they're just they're just not as good. I mean, they were a really good team with Dinwiddie, with Lavert, with De- with D'Angelo Russell, with Joe Harris. They had good chemistry. They really did, and they were good. They were going in the right direction. All the Brooklyn Nets needed was a legitimate power forward. Right, like a legitimate big body power forward type of guy. They got pushed around in the paint a lot. The Allen kid's okay, but he's not physical enough. The NBA's a physical league, man. People will push you out of the way. Like, Ibaka's going to push you out of the way. 
and Bede will bully you if he thinks he can, right? Like the Greek freak will dunk on your ass. Like, you know, you've got to have like some bodies in the paint a bit to clog things up, and they don't. They didn't. So they bring in Jordan for that, but who cares? Like, you have Jordan now, but he's yeah, terrible, he and you're losing games anyways, and you have bad, you have bad team chemistry. Atkinson's lost control of it, basically. I knew this was going to happen. I don't trust Orlando laying the points. Brooklyn are a weird team. They can play well. They can roll over. They're a hard team to, to predict right now. Yeah, I'm going to stay away. But this next game I do like, and i got to tell you, to me this is the biggest surprise of the, of the, 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 the year, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like, I don't know how the hell these guys are 20 and 15. <laughs> yes. If you look at their well, roster, you talk about it. Well, talk you talk about it. Maybe chemistry. You know what I mean? They get rid of stars and say, "Okay, well, we're going to basically do it this way." And you can't put, you know, what game? It's one of those things in basketball. There's so many fluid things in a basketball game. You want to be dealing with guys that you like on the court. If you have guys that are egomaniacs, hotheads, it do, it doesn't work. Who cares about the Houston Rockets? Harden get can get his 50 points. They're going nowhere, man. When push comes to shove, I like it. The fact that these guys are over 500. They're getting seven and a half tonight against Philadelphia. Maybe they just want to play basketball. Seems like a lot of points. Oh, it is too. I think it is too many points. And, you know, one thing about the Oklahoma City Thunder is every guy on that team was pretty much not wanted. Like, they really do have a chip on their shoulder. Like, uh, Like Chris Paul. Chris Paul's been around a long time. Nobody likes him. You know what I mean? He's one of the most disliked guys in the NBA. Like, if you notice, like, Everyone wants to fight him all the time. They just don't like him. It's true. You know, like, <laughs> nobody likes Chris Paul. And he sort of gets exiled. Well, you know, you couldn't win. In Houston, you get exiled. We're sending you in Oklahoma City, and they'll probably trade you to a contender. And here they are right now, 20 and 15. Shy Gilgis Alexander, the Canadian kid. He's good. Uh, he's averaging 25.3 points per game over the last nine games. You know, he wasn't a high – he was a draft pick, but he was he was dealt, right? So he's traded in the Kawhi stuff um, and, and the Paul George stuff. Dennis Schroeder is a guy that – offensive-minded, but not everybody wants him on their basketball team. He's been playing well for them. Then you got Chris Paul. Like, there's – you know, Steven Adams is a grinder. They're, is a, they're grinder. a very good coach team. I like them tonight getting the points. They have the best record in the NBA against the spread. We'll hit this on the other side, who the best teams are against the spread. They are the best team against the spread. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Hey guys, you want to take a shot here? Sorry, Yang, I screwed that one up. I, I lost my email there. I'll do it on the, the next one. Sorry, Yang, I lost. Uh, I lost. <laughs> Sorry, Gabe. Like literally, my computer just went. <laughs> I was gonna try to wing it. I'm like, take a shot. Take a shot. You could be the B. Oh no, here. What do I got here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you started out with take a shot, then you kind of tailed off there. Yeah. 
yeah, I was going to go take a shot. You want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? I'm like, I don't remember this whole thing. There's no way I can ad-lib this whole thing. <laughs> anyway, what a... Bumble! Yeah, no, I've had a lot of... Uh, it's weird, Gabe. On the last segment, remember, Daily Roto, what is it? Yeah, yeah, dunk on your DFS competition with DailyRoto.com. Uh, yeah, that, that that's the one. Visit the promo code DUNK, DailyRoto.com. Anyway, when you were talking in the last segment, I was hearing you in, like, echoes and threes. Like, I, it was one of the craziest thing, man. I was, like, thought I was on, like, acid or something. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was, like, very psychedelic. Like, I was hearing weird stuff, but uh, it's uh, calmed down now. So I'm not sure if you heard the same thing in your ear, but I was hearing you, like, two or three different times. So... Anyway, maybe things are wonky on my end. Time to reboot. It's good to see we got our man uh, Crazy Mike in the house. It's been a little, little more, a little while, Mike. Good to see you on this Monday night uh, here. So, crazy um, Mike. I am Gabriel Renzi. Got the raging, uh, raging redhead. We'll see if he's playing any crazy ass tickets here uh, tonight. We have a little bit of live movement talking about Charlotte. Charlotte down to five and a half uh, right now. We were just talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder and how I do like the Thunder. 9-1 in their last 10 games. Scorching hot basketball team. The Sixers are not. Sixers have lost four in a row. They're going back home. They're sort of imploding right now. It's a big game for them tonight. I'm not ready to lay eight points with the Philadelphia 76ers. And as we brought up, the Oklahoma City Thunder have the best record ATS in the NBA right now. 23-12. and 12. So they've played 35 games. They've covered 23 of them. That's 65.7%. Uh, very impressive. Uh, the um, the Boston Boston Celtics are the second best bet in the NBA right now. Twenty eleven and two against the spread, good for sixty four point five percent. The Miami Heat are right there, twenty one thirteen and two against the spread, sixty one percent, sixty one point eight percent of the games they've covered. The Toronto Raptors are the fourth best team against the spread in the NBA. 21-15 ATS, good for uh, 58.3%. And we've got uh, Phoenix. Phoenix uh, Phoenix Suns are also 20-15-1 and 15 and one against the spread, although that's kind of skewed, Phoenix, because they played well early in the year, Cam, and they, they've, been, they've been Phoenix ever since. Yeah, they're a train wreck. You said it, man. Look at, look at Oklahoma City, 9 and. Nine and one last ten, seven and three ATS. Uh, they get crushing it on the road too. Morenci seven above five hundred ATS on the road. All the numbers, yeah. I, I think I think it's worth taking a shot with them. They're grinders. As for this other game, I got a feeling I might just do uh, just a lot of dogs in the NBA tonight. I'm I don't trust. I, I don't even trust Utah. That line's open up at two. It's up to four. I might take a shot with New Orleans. I know that one is. Not probably going to be a, a popular pick, but it might be a whole dog kennel tonight. I just don't trust the Jazz in any type of situation. I think that's going to be the public massacre tonight. People just going, oh, my God, Utah minus four. This is a lock. Well, every lock has a key, as you say, buddy. So be very, very careful. I think it's a dog night in the NBA tonight. I'm going to ride your uh, NBA wave, and I'm definitely going to take OKC. Yeah, the Utah, Utah Jazz are really hot right now. What are you playing tonight, Mike? The Orlando Magic. I'm passing yeah, on that game, magic. but I would play the Magic. I like the Magic, too. He's I'm taking the Brooklyn points game. in the bowl game. I got, I'm got. i taking the plus 14. I don't trust Lafayette. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> He's getting mad at me now. <laughs> They're going to get crushed. Uh, 
We'll get we'll get we'll get to the bowl game. I'm not going large on that bowl game, but I know I'm not laying 14 oh. 14 and a half points. But as you listen, Utah. I don't. I didn't really really realize Utah had a nice little nine and one run. Conley's hurt. That's a shock, right? Not. But the Pelicans have won six of their last eight basketball games. Lonzo Ball has been playing good basketball now. He's got 20 or more points in three straight games. I see yep. that um, Zion Williamson's actually practicing with them now, which, you know, I wasn't sure if he was going to play. So they're, they're definitely, they're going, they're feeling good about themselves right now, the Pelicans. J.J. Redick brought up uh, the playoffs. He brought up the P word the other day. And he basically said, we're right in the mix. We're only three games out of a playoff spot. And he said, things are starting to come together for us. And they had a ton of injuries earlier this year. They're a scrappy team, actually, the Pelicans. They're not an easy team to play. They've got a lot of athletes. They they got a ton of, like, you know, they got a ton of talent in that deal with, with Davis. They just need to put it together. They're starting to a little bit right now. You've got a dangerous, dangerous Utah team coming into town here, but... I'm taking the underdog here as well, Cam. I'm taking the four points. Uh, I'm taking the Pelicans on their home court. I love it, Gabe. I think this could be a bloodbath. Uh, this is going to be one of the heaviest public plays, I think, of the evening. Take a look to at New Orleans. Recently, ATS, they've been very, very good. They're starting to cover these games. You said it. They've been a team that uh, were ravaged with injuries. It's only going to be up from then. And every, Utah, I think this might be an easy game with a low number like that. Not so fast. I'm going to do uh, New Orleans, so maybe a little sprinkle on the money line as well. This next game we haven't really got into, this would be a ballsy pick to do, but it's sort of a gut instinct and a gut feel that the Dallas Mavericks are too big of favorites tonight. I kind of like everyone's going to have them. Yeah, everyone's going to have the Mavericks and parlays and teasers and this and that and all the other stuff. I don't know, man. They're five and five in their last 10 games, four and six against the spread. The Bulls, have, you know, the Bulls have talent. It's just they're kind of flaky. They're inconsistent, the Bull players. Um, you know, Markkinen is good, but he's a little inconsistent. Same thing with Levine. Sometimes you watch Zach Levine play, you're like, man, this guy's this guy's unstoppable. Like, when he just, like, takes it to the rack sometimes, he's unstoppable. But then other nights, he'll settle for a bad jump shot. Like, they just, you know, they're, they're, a, little, they're a little bumpy, this team. But they're more than capable of hanging around a big number like this, Cam. It looks to me, Gabe, that we like a lot of dogs in the NBA tonight. You know, uh, your boy yeah. Mike. I can I, I I can deal with Orlando because that's one that I think you know at home five. It's points. a short price. Uh, it is a short price. I'll probably put that in a couple parlays, and I don't have to lay too much on the money line if they win. But OKC dog, I don't know what to make of this Boston Washington game. You like the over? Uh, Denver's the one team I guess they can go in Atlanta and get it done. But I'm not really rushing to the window to lay seven and a half with nah. the Nuggets on the road. New Orleans, Chicago. Like hell, even San Antonio at home is getting eight points. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a do- dog fever tonight. We, it sounds like we got a whole kennel in the National Basketball Association. It's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Gabe. I think I'm we're gonna I'm gonna ride the wave, man. I think these are, there's inflated points with these teams that shouldn't be. Dallas should not be a nine and a half point favorite in this game. People are just gonna blindly bet these teams too in parlays. It could be, uh, as I said before, a bloodbath. Be very careful. I'd like to take. Uh, I'd like to take Mil, uh, um, San Antonio here against Milwaukee. So but would I. It's hard. Though. It's tough. It's tough. Don't I think the over game? might be a better way to go. They just played You're the right, other they night, hit. Cam. They played January fourth. Yeah, they, they just played. Yeah, I was. 
you're right. I was on the air. And remember, San Antonio was like they started off really good. And then all of a sudden, it's just kind of like, whoa, what the hell's going on with these guys? Like they go, they score and then they go ice cold. And you mentioned it. Uh, that was a really good point. Since you mentioned it, I've been taking overs in their game and they're going over because they play no defense. They chuck the ball. They play no defense. Um, yeah, I want to take the eight points, but I don't trust the Spurs to cover the numbers. So, yeah, I think the over might be the play in the game. That's the thing. San Antonio that, will get theirs on Milwaukee too. I think uh, that's the problem with the with the 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 Bucks. They enjoy killing teams. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They cover. You know what I mean? Numbers. Like they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't let up. Like if you look at their blowout wins. So I'm looking like on the road. All right, how they played on the road. So look, like that last game was in Milwaukee on the fourth the other night, Saturday night. So one twenty-seven, one eighteen. Um, if you look at Milwaukee, they went to Chicago. They were favored by eight and a half. They won by twenty-one. They went to Atlanta, Cam. They were favored by seven. They won by uh, by nineteen. Excuse me, they won by twenty-five. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, wait, wait, 12, uh, 12 and 14, 26, excuse me, 26. 26 points. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they played at the Knicks, 123-102. They're not adverse to smoking you just because you're in your building. Like, they, the way they play, they just bomb shots, and they play so, you know, aggressively that they rack up all these points on you. They're not going to let it up. Look, these two teams just got to 245. Let's just go with the over in this game. I think that's the way to go. Dallas and Chicago, I mean, it's a leap of faith pick. It's more of a gut instinct that the Bulls hang around. I just think the Mavericks, it's a little too lofty to ask them to win by 10 points here. And in the last one, Golden State, Sacramento, I want no part of this, man. I've had a hard time figuring out the Warriors, bro. Like, when I take the Warriors, I'm like, all right. You know, they're horrible. I think the Warriors are going to win sometimes getting points, and those are the nights they lose by 60. Then other times I'm like, these guys roll over and lose by 60 every night, and that's the night they decide to win. Like, I have a real hard time with this basketball team. I'm just passing. It's insane, though, that a Sacramento King team who are 10 games under 500 on the year and 1-9 in in their last 10 games are 10.5-point favorites. That's the thing. Game 1-9, and 8-2, and and that's the thing. You look at it, look at their ATS record the last 10, too. 2-8. That sucks. Golden State, 5-5. I'll tell you, I might take Golden State tonight. I know the last time we took them in that game, remember with all the injuries, we got burned, but who the hell are the Kings to be laying 10.5 points? That's nuts. Like, I'm not going to say I'm, I am going to bet it, but I have no desire to take Sacramento at minus 10.5 against Golden State. That's ludicrous. So right now I, I, I'd pass, but if I had a, you know, it made me bet this game, I'd probably take Golden State and hold my breath, but it's a horrible basketball game. Yeah, that's it's a... It's a dog's <laughs> breakfast, buddy. We, hey, that's the beautiful thing. We don't have to bet this game. There's a lot of other games we like, so we don't have to be on everything. We'll get into the uh, the lending tree bowl on the I'm other side. No national, no national championship tonight, but there is a football game. It's crazy how long they're stretching this crap in. But uh, all right, we'll hit this on the other side. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Dunk on your NBDFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer, the most proje- accurate projections in NBA DFS. It gives you lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and a whole lot more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made, Gabe. And if we're going to call Yang out for open mic, I just gave up a solo bomb during my butchering of the last read when I lost it. So, uh, uh, that one's on me, buddy. Back to you. Yeah, Yang was quick to call you out for a fumble. Yes, he was. He, he, he's very quick yeah, yeah, to call he's me quick, out yeah. for fumbling. He sells me out. Uh, I know. He's still my buddy. Yeah, yeah. He was quick <laughs> uh, quick to jump in uh, there. All right, so we t- we went through every uh, every game in the NBA here tonight. Uh, let's get into this lending uh, lending tree. Get the lending tree bowl uh, here this evening. Louisiana Lafayette takes on Miami of Ohio. They're playing in Mobile, Alabama uh, tonight. This is the last bowl game before the title, so this is it. Um, the Ragin' Cajuns have won 10 games uh, this year, already a school record. Uh, they haven't won a bowl game, though, I know, since 2014. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The Miami Redhawks, this is a scrappy team. 6-2 and two in MAC play this year, Cam. Uh, with Blaine Gabbert under center, 6-1. Six, six of the last seven games with Gabbert, uh, they have won. They actually won the MAC championship, and nobody nobody saw that uh, coming. Yep. I you know I get it. Uh, Lafayette run the ball, and uh, they've got they've got a bunch of running backs. They got three guys with at least 780 yards each. These guys. Miami ranked 81st in the country in stopping uh, the run. On paper, I get why people like Louisiana Lafayette so much, but to me, Cam, the spread's just too high. And if you know, I you know this game you would sort of assume would have been at the Superdome or something, right? Or would have been in uh, Louisiana. Yep. The Mobile. fact that it's in Mobile, Alabama, it's not a home field advantage for them. Yeah, they'll have some fans there, but so will Miami of Ohio. Yeah, but it's another thing, dumb thing. It's like who the hell wants to go to Mobile Alabama on some Monday after the weekend? They just don't give a crap. They don't care about the kids. They don't care about the fans. Even think about like the title game next weekend. You know, you got to miss work on a Monday, miss work on a Tuesday, get back. Like, why not just have the championship game next Saturday then? If you're going to milk it for so long, just put it on the Saturday instead of the Monday night. Uh, but anyways. Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. I think Miami of Ohio can hang around here tonight. So do I. Take a look at the take a look at the records. The Red Hawks, uh, when they played the Chippewas, they beat them 26-21. Uh, they were five-and-a-half-point dogs in that game. They're getting no respect in their conference. As for the Ragin' Cajuns, sure. You know, think about that uh, game against Appalachian State, too, Gabe. The score was a lot closer. You look at the boss score. They were down huge in that game, 24 points. They scored a couple garbage touchdowns. That makes that loss look better. Will they be motivated? I don't know what the hell. You know, if Miami of Ohio comes out and plays this game, they could literally, like, this could be like a seesaw battle where maybe the Ragin' Cajuns win by three or four. 
I don't think they can win by more than 14 points in this game. I got to take Miami of Ohio. It is not going to be a big play. I understand. But if you look at the factors, they're, they're being underpriced. There's line value with Miami. The spread should be closer to like eight, not 14. So I'm going to take the Red Hawks in this spot. And hopefully, Gabe, we cover the number. You know, I'm looking here in their last seven football games. Well, look, they're 6-1 and one in their last seven, these guys, Miami of Ohio. The one loss, they lost by 14. And that was at uh, Ball State. And the total was, incidentally, the same thing as it is here tonight, which I want to double-check the weather tonight uh, in Alabama and see, because, uh, you know, this total feels a little low like we can get here, Cam. I agree. Mobile, Alabama, Lad People Stadium there, 55. I got to believe these teams, they don't have great defenses. Yes, this number does feel low. And I'll tell you, all these weather's games that we not thought were going under, no, weather no, weather's not a factor. The Nevada the Nevada game stayed under the number because of dumb plays that they had twice inside the 10-yard line. This is the game that should go over. 55 is low. I believe Miami of Ohio can get at least, you know, 24-28 themselves. So let's do it. I, I, I agree with you. Give me 55. I'll, I'll go over the total in this football game. The problem is with this game, and one thing with what I was going to say with the total is, and it, it's disappointing. They make these kids wait so long. So what's the date today? It's January 6th. They haven't yep. played in a month. These two teams, they both played December the 7th. So they've been off, and you know we've seen that does not help uh, the offenses. But I do think Lafayette's going to score a bit. You know, if you look at you look at Lafayette's offense, they put up 38 on App State, 31 on Monroe, 53 on Troy, San Antonio 37, Coastal Carolina 48, 31 Texas State. I mean, look, in the last seven, eight games, Cam, they've put up uh, at least 31 or more. I see something interesting here too with Miami. Miami have won every game this year if they held the opponent to 24 or less. And their losses, it was 35 or more, and they lost. You know, that's kind of a tough spot, but I could see Lafayette winning this game like 35-28 or something. 31, yep. you know, 30, 24. you know, 31-26, you know, 30, 33-26. The back door is going to be swinging wide open, man, when you're getting 14 and a half points, Cam. I'm there. Uh, I'm taking it. I think it's generous points. If Louisiana uh, Lafayette wins by 21, so be it. We're getting a team that I think they're very evenly matched. We're getting, we're getting 14 and a half points. It's ridiculous to me. I see line value with the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio. I'll be betting it, and I also will be taking the over. Well, on my book, it's I down thought to it was a, and a half. I thought it was uh, an eight, 8 o'clock game, actually, so I'm glad I double-checked. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30 kickoff. We'll be back live at 8. Big Card Julio, and I believe uh, we yep. are going to end. Um, Dane is in studio, right? So what are we yeah, doing here, right. Yang? Are we going to end at 53? Uh, so why are we doing this then today? We just decide it's arbitrary. Every day is different. Well, I mean, like, uh, we only do the uh, stuff like that at 53 when um, you're in studio and Dane's in studio. Oh, somebody's but, there. Yeah, so right oh. now. It just allows for the transition up from one show to another. But you're at the Meadowlands, Dane's in, in studio, so we just go to the top of the hour. All right. You guys will regret it, but <laughs> I'm sure somehow it'll, it'll backfire. and be like, oh, yeah, we should have. We should have. We needed more yeah. time. Uh, but no, it makes, sense exactly. if nobody, uh, it makes sense if nobody's in the studio, um, as Yang uh, alludes to. All right. Uh, Big Card Julio. What's up, Julio? 
Gentlemen, Happy New Year's uh, to you both. Uh, Cam, quick question. Uh, is this game too good to be true? Is it a trap in Toronto tonight between the Leafs and the Oilers? Was considering putting the Leafs and the Milwaukee Bucks in a parlay right now. It's at minus one, uh, 111, I think, or 113. Wanted to get your thoughts on that and anything else on uh, the ice hockey slate. And tomorrow for you uh, soccer degens like myself, the uh, EFL Cup take Manchester City minus 155 over United in the Manchester Derby and also take uh, over two and a half goals in that match. Got to be honest, Julio. Thank uh, you, I uh, the, Julio. I, yeah, thanks, buddy. I think, the, I think the Leafs are better than the Oilers. I know they're better than the Oilers, but be careful. McDavid, uh, one of the better players in the league, fans there. I would not lay 220 with the Leafs. If you want to put it in a parlay, I have no problem with that. And Gabe, even though the number's high at six and a half, I think there's going to be fireworks tonight. So I, I do have a, a lean to the over. I like the Leafs to win the game with Take the over. Take Connor Julio, McDavid. I'm not laying 220. Connor McDavid over one and a half points to plus money. Take Connor McDavid over one and a half points plus 136. I got this play in. Love we that. put $36 on it. It pays back 85. We put 36 Beautiful. because that's just the number. Yeah, the number worked out that way with the ticket, the, the, the winning ticket that we just cashed. Um, Wow, Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards are down to 225 here? Uh-oh. Man, it, it, it was 227 and a half. It really was? Wow. No, I'm not complaining. No, no, it just went up to 225 and a half. Well, there's some bouncing around this stuff. I got Oklahoma City Thunder at plus seven and a half here, and I got the Hornets at plus six. We sent Will over to the window to get some of the seven o'clock action in. I take yeah, a look at I, Columbus tonight too, uh, Julio in the NHL. Yeah, I'm going to be careful with that game, but yeah, I, I, I have a lean to Columbus. I like the Montreal Canadiens. I know it's not going to be. It's one of those spots, Gabe, where the books going. Yeah, you want to lay a buck forty with Montreal? People are like just rushing to the window to bet Winnipeg. Uh, I like Montreal in this spot. I know they understand these games are crucial right now. They can't be screwing around. I I think at home with Kovalchuk. I that's what I told Kurtz. He'll be good for two or three games. Then he'll revert back to himself. But for tonight, he'll be like a kid fired up again. I think he'll get a point in this game. I like the Montreal Canadiens. All right. So uh, we got Miami of Ohio. Total is still what? It's, uh, it's 55 here. I should see if it moved. Yeah, I got. Yeah, and even 55. Um, Miami of Ohio still getting the 14 and a half. I just think it's just a few too many points, actually. And, you know, we said it's the last bowl game. But there actually is another championship as it's the annual North Dakota State Championship game. Really is amazing, this Bison team. They're playing in the title game again this year. But they're underdogs to James Madison. And I'll tell you one thing, nobody's uh, ever gotten rich betting against North Dakota State in these title games, Cam. Now, James Madison's a good team, though. But, yeah, I, I don't. What, what's the line in that game? I can't find it on, maybe it'll be on one uh, and a half. Green. I'm just looking at another book. One and a half. Hmm. What's the it's total? It's early in the week. It, it's the game's only Saturday. It's uh, fifty-one. What's the total? James Madison it's on, minus it's one going and a half under. total. That game. That game's going under. James Madison plays defense. It seems like a low total in the game. I, I kind of like the under in that football game, Gabe. I think the defenses will be predominant. But you're right. Lots of time to think about that one. We got other games tonight, but James Madison plays some low-scoring games. Uh, Bradley Beal out tonight. Uh, which, you know, we expected already, actually, so it's not a surprise. Um, Daily Roto are encouraging Jordan McRae as uh, one of the better plays in the entire slate. 
Isaiah Thomas, also a strong GTP play uh, with a projected baseline usage tonight. Maybe I'll take a look at somebody's props then and see what I can get here. See what they have for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Let's see. Player props, player props. Player props. Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas. They don't know. They don't have every player here, though. Come on. Mr. Green might have it. Hold on. Let's see here. Oh, here's uh, Jordan McCray. Yeah, they have Jordan McCray, but not Isaiah Thomas. Strange. Huh. That is right, strange. So what do they have with... What do they have for Jordan McRae here? Points. I got alt points. I don't want alt points. Jordan McRae, Jordan McRae points. Jordan McRae assists. Jordan McRae assists. Uh, no, no points? Just assists? That's weird. Man, they have Jordan McRae alternate no points, but not, not regular points. And they have no Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah, no, I can't Jordan McRae assists. Jordan McRae made threes. Jordan McRae points and assists. Getting a headache, all this scrolling, Cam. <laughs> so am I. I'm just staring at Mr. Green right now. My eyes are popping out. No, <laughs> I got a headache, too. I'm so sick and tired all of right, so looking for the... Jordan McRae over 11 and a half is, is... All right, so they have different numbers here. The hell is this? Give me a normal bet here. And here they go. So Jordan McRae... Over 17 and a half points. Wow. Minus 138. They ain't playing around. No. Nope. I thought I was going to get a free. I, I thought I could get a free number here, Cam, you know? No. <laughs> nope. These guys, uh, they're on top of it, man. They're, they are. If you look at McCray at 11 points in his last game, 35 the game before that, 15, then 29, then 20. And there should be a higher scoring game tonight, but. A lot more people are playing fire props there. right now. So you, you know it, Gabe, like it's a whole different world out there. Yep. People aren't just betting games. So these books I've noticed right. very, very sharp numbers. Man. Everybody's playing props. It's a good point. Guys, they can't get burned. Player props are uh, definitely more popular than ever been. I see people every night on Twitter with these yep. NBA player props. All right, we'll come back with our plays of the day. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, while we were uh, going over all these games, Peter Laviolette has been fired. Predators fire Peter Laviolette. Wow. Uh, hockey only. No no controversy or anything like that. Um, hockey only. Kevin McCarthy, associate, uh, the Predators fired head coach Peter Laviolette and associate coach Kevin McCarthy. So who takes over now? Who knows? They Who's lost like the, the Anaheim last coach? night. That might have been the final straw. They also uh, they had a lead in that game, then went down 4-2, tied it up, lost in overtime. Laviolette's kind of an old-school guy, kind of a curmudgeon, too. So I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe the players He's just all like Tortorella, Cam. Yeah. He gets things done early, but he wears you out. 
and he's annoyed. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And players just tattooing exactly. him out after. Like, the year, three years, yep. like, you'll notice a Laviat. He's always good, and his teams are energetic early and stuff. I think he just doesn't let up on him, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? With the chirping yeah. and the comments and stuff. And he's had a problem, it seems. Like, keeping players playing for him. People don't realize that. That's like the number one thing, your job in today's day and age. The athletes are so rich. You can't use fear anymore, Cam. Exactly. Right? In the old days, it would be like, I'll trade your ass to the California Golden Seals, and you'll see how much money you make out there. Right? You make 400000 Like, you know what I mean? Players didn't have this power. Now, man, guys are making 10 mil, 8 mil. Your goalie's making 7, 8 mil. They're making more than you are. Yeah, they're making yep. more than you. They have a longer contract than you. So the player knows deep inside, listen, guys, like imagine if you're drinking beers with your teammates. You know if it'd be like, yeah, Laviolette's really pissing me off. And then someone else says, he's pissing me <laughs> off too. You can pretty much collectively as a group get him fired. You know what I'm saying? You could. You can just you say, could. you know what, guys, we don't like this guy. And screw him. I'm not running through a wall yep. for him. And David Poole has been around a long time. He saw the writing on the wall. We'll see. Maybe this will provide a spark for them. But, but anyways, let's get into our picks. I got quite a few picks to blast off here. So our, our picks tonight, Miami of Ohio plus the 14.5 plus the points. Miami and ULL over 55. Celtics Wizards over 225. Hornets plus 6.5. Thunder plus 7.5. Pelicans plus 4. Bulls plus 9.5. Bucks Spurs over 228.5. And Connor. McDavid over one and a half points plus 136. Love the McDavid prop. Toronto Edmonton over six and a half and take the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Minus 140. See you at eight o'clock. We'll be back at eight.